0: this is like my fifth time trying to record this um today i wanted to talk about or i wanted to ask technically myself but in a way i'm indirectly talking to you am i am i my worst enemy and the reason i've recently asked this question is because i was looking back at all my old journal entries and like all the things, all the times like, I ever journaled. And I found out that sometimes I would just say very pessimistic things unironically and unintentionally because sometimes I didn't realize that I was a problem and that I was the one standing in my own way of doing things that I wanted. Now, I have recently been on my own journey of trying to become my own best friend. Now, it's been... Definitely a fun and the most enjoyable thing I've done in like months, especially when you get closer to not even the ending of your friendship with yourself, because you can never really stop being your own best friend or your own friend. I was just thinking to myself, I was just thinking about all the things that I've done leading up until now. And now I'm like, wow, you kind of get into the middle of the relationship with yourself when you consistently thought about building it with yourself and intentionally building it with yourself, that you get to a point where it's like, wow, I can do anything I want by myself. Like I can hop on a plane right now, go to a different country and immerse myself into some new culture and not be too shy. However, that doesn't mean that, you know, when things are presented to me that they are not difficult or that they don't make me anxious because I'm like highly prone to be anxious. All the time. And super hyper vigilant in like new areas. But however, sometimes when I'm in those situations where I feel a little bit anxious, it's like more, I I feel like I've gone into a routine of catching myself like more and more times that I do it. And within this relationship with myself, I feel that I've been able to become more confident in myself, my own capabilities, and to do more. Outside of the the things that I already know. However, this was not an easy thing. And I want to talk about how I stopped being my worst enemy. It's definitely not an easy thing. It's not an overnight thing. I feel like I've got, it, it's taken me literally years of conditioning myself to believe that I was my own best friend through periods. Like I sometimes I'd literally hate myself sometimes of things that I did in the past or like when I think too far back on things or situations where I knew that I could have done better, but at the same time, I'm also like, I don't like, I hate myself for those. I think I kind of allow myself to forgive myself. And I think also that's one of the hardest things to do is simply forgiving yourself for things that you've done. Because we usually do everything from either a fight, flight, or freeze mentality. But I've learned to go past those things, to not flee, to not freeze, or to even fight back. And the reason I say that is literally because I feel that all of those things have offered me nothing in return you know i freeze nothing happens i flee also nothing happens i fight things only really get worse so i've been recently trying to be more intentional of where my energy goes which also means that i've stopped like being so hard on myself when you begin this journey especially at the beginning of this journey for me I personally felt that I was thinking of all the things I had ever done wrong. And at the end of that like conflict with myself, but there's also conflict resolution where I'm like, although those things happened, I've also learned to mentally resolve those things and to create a better solution to what I'll do in the future. And I think accepting yourself for all your mistakes, your flaws... All the things you don't like about yourself is a way of forgiving yourself because it's accepting you for you and all the past versions of you that didn't know what you know now. Because like I said, look, I was reading through all my old journal prompts and all my old journal entries and I was just thinking about the person that I was in those types of stages of my life where I felt like really either one really lost, really depressed, just not my best, like I felt like there was more that I could have done also when you accept yourself for all those versions because they've obviously like brought you to the person you are now, at least that's what I think for myself and all my old versions of me. It's like so weird that I say old versions of me because I'm still me, you know I, like I'm still eighteen year old me I'm still twelve year old me you know what I mean those things are those those things haven't really left me like everything has built on top of each other, so it's been nice to learn that I've done a lot of things in the past that have held me back because I wasn't ready or I just didn't know and now, as a twenty two year old I personally feel that there is so much more to learn and that literally i'm still twenty two and I have so many more years to go of learning but at the same time, I feel like to really f- forgive myself, I just start believing that I was worthy of whatever I wanted that i had to stop holding myself back because I wasn't ready. Just learning to forgive myself for holding myself back in the past. And it's so, it's a really hard and challenging thing to do because for the longest, I always felt like I can never take up space. And whenever I had that mentality in the past, that meant that I was not, um, or that I wasn't like invited into that space. Not that there was like an invitation list or not that there was like this mental um, contract that I was signing with myself that I was not able to go somewhere or be involved in something if I never felt ready enough. But it felt like there was this contract that I made with myself This if I go into a new room, I should really be quiet and not put myself out there. And That is when I kind of felt like I was really my own worst enemy. But after that, I felt like there was so much to learn and that I literally had to start forgiving myself. And once I started to forgive myself and just be like, "Okay, this is that's okay. I've done that. I made a mistake. It's done. It's passed. Time to move on. It began to build my confidence in myself. I started believing in myself. I mean, I definitely feel like it's really hard to believe in yourself when you are seeking outside validation. And that's mostly a thing for your ego, which I love to talk about in another time. But at the same time, your ego just wants to keep you safe. It wants to feel important at the same time. It's this weird conundrum. Your ego wants to feel safe, wants to feel inferior, and also wants outside validation. And it's kind of like, it's also like being extroverted but also being introverted and being having an ego and being introverted is like the worst thing i could tell you because it's like you want the external validation but physically and you know outside of the the validation like what what is there for yourself you you put a lot of your eggs in one basket and you've almost lost the trust within yourself or even within myself, I guess, feel like I'm, I really am speaking from my own perspective. But if you don't believe in yourself, no one really believes in you. Because no amount of external validation will ever make you feel like you believe in yourself. It'll just mean that people believe in you. But people are always going to have an opinion. People are always going to want a say in something that you do. Whether that's positive or negative. You know, so at the same time to believe in yourself, it excludes all the the need for outside validation because nobody cares if, if you believe in yourself as much as you should believe in yourself. In a way, we also look at outside validation as a way of significance and important in someone's life. So if someone gets like a bunch of likes on an Instagram post, they must be very, they must feel very validated or they must feel very good about themselves right but likes and um, engagement and validation are never going to be able to place the belief that you have in yourself it may bring a short-term gratification a validation that you might start feeling within yourself but it'll always be rooted in the external things that you put it in, but then you get to a point, or I, I guess there was a point where I that I just didn't care anymore. I simply stopped trying to fit in, seek validation. I stopped sharing parts of my life that I wanted to hold close to me because once you put something out on the internet, it's it's also like in your mentality for it to be accepted and appreciated and i feel like there was a point with especially within this last year especially since 2022 started and me learning to be my own best friend again for the first time which feels like in a really long time like it's just me like there's not anyone else like making me feel like i need to be hanging out with them 24 7 in fact i think it's almost like nicer to not have that all the time i'm not saying you shouldn't have friends just not what i'm saying but at the same time i also feel like it's really important to be willing to stop talking to people for a few days i think personally for me that's kind of where i'm at but also i feel like it's once you stop trying to be what everyone else wants you to be or what everyone believes you to be The game kind of changes because you don't have to pretend to be someone you're not like I didn't have to pretend to be anybody anymore. I feel like I've been more of myself within the last six months than I've probably ever been since like, you know, stopped posting on social media. But at the same time, I do feel like there's a necessary ability to keep my social media, especially when things are going on, especially when things get difficult, um, In the outside world and so like i think having my social media account to bring awareness to certain things and issues and situations and um tragedies is so important so i think i've been able to kind of focus more on that and have a more of a frame towards it but at the same time when you don't seek that validation or you don't have anyone to validate your actions i guess in a way or I guess mostly I was going to say actions. It does get kind of lonely. You also build a relationship with your ego because your ego wants outside validation. It wants to be, it wants you to feel important. But externally, not internally. Because the ego wants you to present yourself in the best version of yourself. Which means, going back to what I said first in the beginning, that also means that you are excluding the acceptance from yourself, you are excluding any mistakes that you've made, and you are feeling the need to be inferior to everyone else. But also, I think building the relationship with your ego helps. It really does. So when you stop seeking that outside validation, you be, you build this relationship with your ego, which then allows you to be more authentically yourself while still having your ego there. But your ego isn't driving the car of your life. Your ego is not even in the passenger side of the seat of the car. It's more like in the backseat, looking out the window. Nothing is being said by your ego. And it's weird because... I feel like the opposite of your ego would technically be just like your soul, like your soul, like what does your soul want? I feel like I said soul so many times, um, but what is, what do you want? I guess your soul is you, like, what do you want if you don't have all those external things, if you don't have the external validation, if you don't feel inferior to people, if you don't feel better than people, um, what does that bring to The table of your life like what are the things in your life that actually are important like you know and it changes your perspective because your perception of life is a result of your outlook on life and not to say that things won't suck and hurt at times and your perception of life won't always be positive sometimes your perspective of life can be very negative especially when I was mentioning like harder times in the world or like when things are going on or when people get sick that you love or you lose someone you know what I mean that perspective of life does not stay it's a very fluctuating thing but at the same time I also feel like nothing matters but everything should matter um but at the same time it shouldn't matter as much as as much as we put so much pressure onto certain aspects of life I feel like we have this perspective that life is so great all the time which is not true and so now i'm like dang like when i kind of realized that perspective can fluctuate because you obviously don't want to invalidate your own feelings and because if you always view life as so grand and so great the moment anything bad happens your perspective of life drastically changes. You become very pessimistic or you become less um, vigilant to bad things. You know, you never, you don't really, you don't accept the bad things, you know. And I think that's what's really changed my perspective of like everything, like everything in my life, whether I like it or hate it. At one point or another, it won't matter because By the end of our life, we won't be thinking about all the mistakes we've made. We'll be thinking about who we are in that moment. And I don't know. I think once you realize that things should not matter as much as we put the pressure on. And I don't think I'll ever like know how much we should care and how much we shouldn't because I won't say that because some things are obviously more important to you than they are for me. Or maybe some things are just as important as they are to me, to you. But also, I think there's a lot of like, there's a lot that comes with it. I think once you realize what matters and what doesn't, you don't feel so much like you're beating yourself. You almost feel like taking more risk. And then when you take more risk, risks, (laughs) it's leads to more confidence, Because I think for so long, for me, it was so easy to live on the inside of everything, to live inside my head, to live inside the made-up world that I made for myself. Not that that made-up world isn't the best world I've ever wanted or that I don't envision for my future self or my future success. But at the same time, mostly I felt like I was living in my head a lot. Because everything that I had ever wrote in my journal prompts or my journal entries was all from my head and how I was feeling inside of my head. And it was so difficult to even notice because sometimes I just, I would just begin writing and writing. And there was a point where I was looking back, like I said earlier, and I keep saying this, but like when you just have the ability to look back, you really get to think about your thought processes towards something or towards a situation, or towards a person, or even towards your just like your aspirations and your goals for life, and then you almost like feel the need to trust yourself a little bit more. You know, when you take more risks, you you have confidence, and when you have more confidence, you start to believe in yourself. And I think that's one of the most the most liberating things I'd have com- I've come that I've conclude that I've come to <laughs> conclude, especially in this random period of my life especially it's in the in between of semesters and um jobs and everything else that you know life just kind of presents to you at random awkward times and not even awkward times but just like in general they just kind of present it to you and you're like you're you don't feel like you're ready but you can't hold yourself back from not feeling ready so taking the risks will teach you Either two things, that it wasn't for you or that it was perfect for you. Or maybe I guess you can say sometimes things like even if the things that didn't work out, the risks that you took didn't work out, you still learned something from it. It's corny, but very true. And I think one way that I've really also learned to stop being my worst enemy is towards my relationships with people. You know, I put a lot of pressure on people, or I used to, and I felt like I was building this relationship with my ego, but at the same time, I was also building the relationships with people who are currently in my life and the people who have yet to come, right? And so one of the greatest things that I've noticed within the progress within the last four years Is that everyone has an opinion and it doesn't matter what the opinion is because people's judgment, people's judgment is a reflection of their own life circumstances. And this was mind boggling for me because I almost thought that everyone should view the world the same or that people were so nice and people had the same perspective of everything that I had, but... As I've grown older, I've learned that people have their own opinions, and people aren't always 100% right, and sometimes people are 100% right, but also I feel like that fluctuates as well, just like anything does in our life where, you know, where our perspective fluctuates, but people's judgment is a reflection of their own life circumstances, and That means you have to, or I guess for me, I guess that meant for me that I had to let people be who they are because there's no way I'm going to be able to change someone or change their mind about a certain situation, whether they were a friendship or whether it was a situationship or whether it's with family. People are a reflection of their conditioning of their life. You know, so if your conditioning of life was not the greatest, they are going to reflect that. And we're also a reflection of our parents, too. Like everything that we do, we most likely either get it from them or we get it from people we hang out around a lot. Or people that we see pieces of ourselves in. And that's why we also need to let people be. Who they want to be and i think this is this definitely fluctuates from like certain situations circum circumstances too but like some things i just think we should just let things be be the way they are because at the same time we're not going to be able to change people we're not going to be able to make people better i mean we can try what we want but we only motivate them to change you know we're not in their mind making them make that decision to be whoever they want to be you know and what that means also that means for yourself is doing what's best for you. Like I said, people are going to have an opinion about anything you do. You could be the happiest person and be the nicest person and the most humblest person in the world. And there's always going to be someone who just does not accept the way that you view life or the way that you approach life. Or anything you just do in general. Because what works for you might not work for them. And the way you view life might not be the same as them. Because there's no guidebook to any of this. Like any of this thing we call life. You know what I mean? And so it is so very much crucial to accept your own opinion for what it is. Because if you don't, you will constantly feel like your worst enemy. And it's not easy. Like I said, it's definitely not an overnight thing. It took so many years of conditioning and building off of the person I was the previous year or even the previous day. You know what I mean? And there's so much room for growth, but no one can make you any more of yourself than you, which means you have to accept that no one can control what you do. You have to conditionally make that mindset to accept an opinion and you don't have to accept an opinion if you don't agree with it and I I also felt so bad for the longest because I also thought that my parents opinion my parents opinion of anything was so it was the it was it was always right you know I always thought it, it was like it was their decision over mine or their opinion over mine and I think you get older and you're you're just more like I don't think I resonate with that anymore. And you're allowed to change. You're allowed to change your mind. You're allowed to change things you don't like about yourself. And I feel like for the longest, I was in this mentality of trying to be the best version of what everyone else wanted me to be versus the best version of myself that I wanted me to be. And what I mean by that is, Like the validation thing, I was so rooted in like validation because I wanted to be accepted. I wanted to be a part of the pack. I wanted to be everyone's best friend, you know, but that's so unrealistic and you will get to a point in your life where those things will not matter. And you'll wonder why you put so much pressure on yourself. And then you'll also ask yourself, am I my own worst enemy, right? But also, I think one last thing, you know, with doing what's best for you is you will have to hurt people in the end if you want to be who you truly are. It sucks. No one gave when we were born. There was no rule book to life. You know what I mean? We just had to figure it out as we go. But we've seen so much proof that things work better than we all like to think that they do. Because I feel like the world is built off of fear and anxiety and overwhelmingly knowledgeable and unknowledgeable information. Because what we think is knowledgeable might not be the same to someone else or the same to me. And what we want will very much be significantly Different with our own passions and goals. And for the longest, I almost felt horrible forever even trying to take that leap. You know what I mean? To be willing to go for something that I really am passionate about creatively and passionately, and that that would be hurting someone else. But the thing is, if it costs someone's hatred for you, for you to really go for your passion or your deepest and f- best goals that you see yourself doing, maybe it's worth it. Maybe it's worth it in the end. You know what I mean? Not that everything you do will make everyone proud of you. Cause I've made I've made some decisions and people still don't resonate with it. And that's perfectly cool. I'm really thinking through like how far I've come and like, I'm really just making sure all the words that I said today were what my future self might want to hear. Because whenever I think to myself, if I'm sending my own way, that literally would make me my own worst enemy. That means I would be holding myself back from desires. And not that desires can't be bad because they can be, but desires, passions, and um, anything I want out of this life so far. Like you know but as you get older those things will change you will change you might not resonate with certain versions of yourself that did things out of the place of your ego and it's sort of normal so i just want to say thank you guys for listening and coming back every week i hope you enjoy it and i'll talk to all of you in the next one peace